Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This game tonight is unbelievable. Uh, not that, because uh, the Cowboys are going to lose. So they, they keep trying to sell you that they're still in this game with 20 seconds left. And even if they score here, which they're getting down inside the uh, you know 15-yard line with 12 seconds left, it doesn't matter. They're going to lose, and they're not going to, uh, they're going to lose, and they won't cover. Okay? They were laying three. So any slice of pizza here, they could score. It doesn't even matter. They'd be what? It'd be 31, 27, 28. They'd be down a field goal if they went for two, right, and then kick off. And they're going to do all that in, in uh, what? That's what they're going to do right now. They're going to kick the field goal now and then onside kick it right and then try to recover that and then throw a Hail Mary. Good Pharrell and luck. Wait, this guy's been going. He it, might even miss it, it now. Yeah, the way it, he's missed kicks. Brett Mayer has been a shankopotamus tonight. And he hasn't been hitting anything, so he got this one, though. So now you're going to have an uh, eight-second window to get an onside kick and a Hail Mary. Good luck. Watch it happens. No, I, it's not happening. So either way, the Bears are going to win this game outright and cover the three, if you ask me, any way you slice it. And uh, lucky, somebody asked me today, Carver, either like, how do you feel about uh, your uh, pick tonight? And I said, I'm nervous about it because they're both so awful I always tell you, there's nothing worse than betting on two awful teams. It's a tough game to forecast. It was going into it because you didn't. There's right. so much unknown. It's a you flip a coin because it, you bet on losers and you can never figure them out. Like I bet I, I've told you this story. I bet on the Jets. Probably how many weeks have there been? This is week 14. So let's say 10 of those 14 weeks, I bet on them or against them, and I'm like 0 oh and 10. I can't it, when I bet on them, they never win. When I bet against them, they slaughter the Raiders. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Whatever I do, I bet on them with the Bengals, they lose. I bet on them with the, uh, you know, uh, again, I took Oakland, and then they kicked the uh, Raiders' ass. When you bet on bad teams, bad things happen with your wallet. It gets real thin. Same thing in the NBA. You start betting on these Charlotte Hornets and all these teams like the Atlanta Hawks, all you do is lose money. You got to bet on winners. You got to bet on teams that are good because they get it done. And even, you know, teams that are good, even when they don't get it done, they're in the game always. And you have a better chance. You have your better odds that they're going to be in the game or, you know, make a run or cover. Even if they lose, you can middle it, whatever. You bet on bad teams, bad things happen. Both of these teams are terrible, if you ask me, 6-6. Six and six. Now, the Bears are going to be 7-6, and six, and the Cowboys are going to be 6-7, and seven, obviously. And I think that, you know, if they win – if they win that NFC East, you just want to hurl all over your driveway because they are the epitome of a loser, and you cannot let a loser win that division. If you ask me, because I think Philadelphia is just as bad as they are, they have to take this division now with that easy schedule that they have. But wasn't last week easy against Miami? And then Miami kicked their ass. So don't tell me those last four games the Eagles are playing are easy. The Monday night they play the Giants. That one everyone thinks is easy, right? Automatic. They're laying eight and a half. With Eli, the number might change. Who knows? But everybody thinks it's so easy 
uh, and every game they play is a disaster because Wentz has been average at best, and their te- team overall has been average, and their defense has been pathetic. That is not the team, obviously, that won the Super Bowl. That team's long gone. They're off in lore, loreville, history, right? There, there's absolutely nothing left of that franchise when they won the Super Bowl. They're just absolutely, they're so bunk, it's not even funny. One of those two crappy teams is going to be in the playoffs. Not only that, they're going to host a playoff game. We had this discussion last night. It is what it is. They'll host a playoff game. So whoever plays them is going to beat them because they both suck. I have one question for you, Carver High. Uh, Tonight in Dallas, how do you think the fans are going to react to that uh, beautiful performance tonight by Jerry's Cowboys, America's team? They should obviously be upset like B-Cuss was talking to you earlier. That's just a – it's such a bad loss. You know, you're coming off last week. You lose at home on Thanksgiving, and it was almost like a carbon copy of the game. You You come out, you have a long drive, you get the ball, Go down the field, take a 7 nothing lead, and then just nothing goes right for you after that. Your defense lets the Bears' offense, which is so bad, so bad for weeks, let them just run all over you. They look good night. tonight, the Bears. They sure did. I mean, they everything they did worked, and especially Trubisky, the way he was uh, breaking free and running and getting first downs, it was ridiculous. And the crazy thing is, and this is just, it, it's... You know, no matter what happens with the Eagles on Monday night, like they're still going to be in first place. You know, even if they're both six and seven, the Cowboys have beaten them heads up already once this year. So, I mean, you're six and seven. You, you know, you got to. This is it now. Three games now left. Listen to this. So Schmoozer told me in the hallway that they were seventy-seven percent chance to uh, make the playoffs going in. Now they're, excuse me, seventy percent going out with a loss. Still seventy percent right. because. And then I think Marco said, it's going to come down to week 16. They're going to play each other, other and the winner goes to the playoffs. That's what it's going to be. Now, obviously, the Eagles have to – the Eagles are another team. The Eagles and the Cowboys are in the same boat here. Neither of them can get things going. And the Eagles, once again, have another opportunity. Who who won the first matchup between – The Cowboys beat beat them. Well, then they got the edge. Exactly. Well, right now they do. You know, it's just – But they're going to be up – if Philly wins this week, aren't they 6-6? and No, they're uh, five and seven. Oh, oh, that, they're even worse. So that's what I'm saying. The Cowboys are going to still be in first no matter what because even if they pull even with them here this week, the Cowboys still have that head-to-head edge. So who, what happens if the Eagles beat them in the second matchup? I, it, what does it come I down think, to? Points? I think it's going to come down. It, well, after that is division record. That's where you would go. Right. Uh, and I don't, you know, conference that, record. That, well, division's always first when it comes to who wins the division. Now, I don't know. That would depend then on what conference. Probably. Uh, you know, the Eagles have division games. Cheerleaders. Left. The Eagles are playing the Giants Monday. They play the Redskins the last game. The Eagles have a bunch of division games left. So right. I think all their games left are division games. Mafia, what did you think of it? And do you think um, that Jerry Jones will fire Jason Garrett? No. The only reason he won't, he should. The only reason he won't is because they still have a chance to make the playoffs. If this game knocked them out of the playoffs, then I could see him coming out tonight, tomorrow, whenever, saying, that's it. We're moving on. We got to start, you know, a change of culture here. Because they still have a chance to make the playoffs, he's going to leave them in there. Because what are you going to do? Go to Kellen Moore at 30 years old to lead you in the playoffs? You know, when you win this division? Cause Isn't goes, Rod Marinelli still down there? Yeah, I think he is too. I mean, is, is that even a great option either? Garrett's the best of the worst is what they have. No, right doesn't now, so. and Marinelli always ends up being the interim coach everywhere? Right. I think he would get it. 
But that's a, he's not going to fire him because that's you know because those are the guys you have left on the staff after you get rid of him. That so, guy is so doomed. It's not even funny. They, even, it doesn't even matter if they make the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, let's say the Niners go to Dallas to play that game, the Niners are going to annihilate them. Right, unless they win the Super Bowl, that guy's out after this year, and he deserves to be. The way they have looked in these, and they've had so many national TV games too. The last three games have all been on national TV, and they look terrible between the Patriots, the Thanksgiving Day game against the Bills, and then this one. And just getting embarrassed left Why, and right. Let me ask you this question. Why do they keep putting the Cowboys on national television as if they're – like, team. I know, but they try to sell this team to us like we want to watch this crappy because, you football. Because you got to understand, even, there are obviously a lot of Cowboy fans. We know that. But there's also – they're one of those teams that if you're not a Cowboy fan, you hate them and you like to see them lose. People like watching the Cowboys lose. Like tonight, them losing this game on Thursday Night Football, like people love this. If you're not a Cowboy fan, you love this. I enjoyed it. Uh, Keyshawn in Dallas on the ticket. Hello? Yo. Oh, my God, y'all. This is terrible. <laughs> Where do I start? I mean, you got to be sick. All, first of all, they did all this talking about they need to take action and do this. This defense is terrible. It ain't about coaching. It's about the players. They are horrible. Okay? They made Mitch look like he was. He ran for 63 yards and a touchdown. He had a six-yard average. Ezekiel Elliott had a four-yard average. I mean, the guy, he had a, literally his longest was that 23-yard touchdown run. And Zeke's longest was 31. He had a great run, but the rest of the game, he did absolutely nothing. So think about it. He had a 31-yard run, Zeke, and then the rest of the game, he had 50 yards. He was terrible. Right, they made Trubisky look like he was Lamar Jackson running around on that field, the way he was dodging those guys in that 23-yard one. Like, the, the cuts he made, he made two of them that made just guys look stupid. And he's not that great a runner. I mean, I, I just thought Trubisky, uh, he totally outplayed – um, you know, in my view, uh, Prescott, Prescott had a TD, but uh, Mitch had three. He was 23 of 31, 244 yards. He had 115-5 rating, three touchdowns, one pick, got sacked twice. Uh, three Pres rushing, one running. So, yeah. I mean, three throwing, one running. So, he had all four. Four touchdowns. But your boy, uh, you know, Dak had one TD and got sacked twice. His rating was 83.2. And... um he ran it uh, three times for one yard. So I thought, um, you know, I didn't think he threw for 334 yards, but I thought a lot of it was garbage time throws. So I, I didn't think he had a good game at all. In fact, if you're such a big money quarterback that he wants all this money, he wants to make, you know, what, 30 million a year? Like he must be tripping because every week all he does is get worse. They, they get worse by the week, and he's been exposed as a. Uh, Fair to Midland quarterback. I always thought he had, like, all this skill and talent. I really do. But he's not winning. He All he does is run around and throw passes, and they don't win. So he's just a mess. That's all there is to it. You know, he's better than a lot of guys like famous Jameis and guys that throw a lot of picks. I don't think he throws tons of picks. I just think he's not winning. I mean, at some point, if you're going to pay a guy $30 million, you got to win, dude. Sound familiar? Sound like someone else used to play in the NFC East? Yeah, and uh, we already know about him. Uh, but the bottom line is he puts up huge numbers and they give him all that money, but he doesn't win either. When it matters, he doesn't win. But that team, the Vikings with Cousins, they have potential 
Uh, you know, they lost in Seattle. Fair enough. He never wins on Monday night. He's got one more chance later this season. In week 16, he's on Monday night again. But I think, um, you know, that team, with if Cook's running and the defense is, is churning, they have the ability, I believe, the Vikings, to, to play with anybody. They can play with anybody, and he could win. I don't care what his record is on Monday Night Football. The bottom line is, are they going to get in the playoffs, and can he win a playoff game? That's what matters. And that's the thing with both these guys is that they have so much talent around them, and they can't get the wins. It's not like you know some of these guys, like Peyton Manning back in the day, some of the players that he had around him, you're like, who is this guy picking him off the street? Tom Brady's the receivers he's had. You couldn't pick him out of a lineup, but he made them into you know all pros. These guys have great talent around them, and they cannot get wins. It really is unbelievable. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 